Blog Talk Radio. What voice are we going to use? We are now right here listening to some funky sounds, shifting it night and day with the sounds of T-A-Z. We're rapping, we're rocking, we got you going hopping all day, all night. Listen to the sweet sounds. Productions on Blog Talk Radio in the house. I have Kenya McGuire Johnson in the house. In the house. <laughs> and also on co-host, author Sue Anderson is in the house. I'll pay you for a few hand claps and we good. I want to say thank you, ladies, for calling in. Uh, Kenya, thank let me you. let me let me just let me go on this. Go on, go ahead. <laughs> I know I cut somebody off. No, I but let me uh, say. Pleasure. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I want to say, Kenya, when I had you on the last time, I don't know if I told you. I might have wrote it. But uh, my nephew was playing the show live in the gym where he was a manager at. And one of the top DJs in our city that I grew up with, and he's on the radio station now, but he used to do parties all over the city. He heard you, and he had to stop and get off the treadmill and walk to my nephew <laughs> and tell him, who is that? Uh, he was really, I he was really digging that. your music. I yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember you I telling I, me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was crazy awesome. because he was like, That's "Who in the world?" And then he said, "Uh, he said he was dancing on the treadmill." My nephew was like, "I, I was like, please don't fall." I know. Like, you're not supposed to be dancing on the treadmill, baby. You gotta gotta walk or run. But that no, I remember that. That was that's crazy. But that's crazy cool though. I want you to tell the people who don't know exactly what you do because I found one of the one of the subtitles under your name on LinkedIn. I was like, I didn't know you did this, but uh, <laughs> I want to tell the people. Exactly what you do. Yeah. Well, thank you for inviting me back. I, I, as before we pushed record, I was telling you, I, you know, I really appreciate you reaching out and still supporting, and and it's a pleasure meeting uh, my fellow Chicago co-host, I guess here. <laughs> so thank you both for <laughs> for having me. Um, yeah, a lot of titles. I mean, I I think you know my main thing is I'm an artist. I'm a singer and songwriter. Um, but I, I've always had my hand in, in different aspects, but when, when my music, when I'm usually releasing new material, that's usually been the focus. 
But um, there's a lot of things I do. So I, I'm also a podcaster. I have a podcast with a co-host. His name of the podcast is Making Money in the Music Business. And actually, our podcast has been around for about three years. It's, we're, we're, we're up to over 160 episodes. So um, we've been around for a minute. Um, I know podcasting is like the hot thing, but we, we've been kind of grinding at it and, and helping um, independent artists, developing artists with that podcast. Um, but yeah, I also, I've always, before music, I, I was always involved in, in different healing professions. So I was a physical therapist for many years. I don't practice physical therapy anymore, but I also have um, a master's in counseling. And so um Currently, I'm doing more on the counseling side. Um, I work, I kind of, I, I call it my, I guess my day, my day gig, my main hustle um, is doing counseling with students um, who are interested in getting into healthcare careers. Um, and so the music, it's funny, I, I, music was kind of more the focus. And then as I took a little bit of a, as an artist, for me, for me to continue to enjoy music, I have to. I don't I don't want to do it just to do it. It has to be really from a passion space. So, you know, I'll take minutes, I'll take breaks away. You know, I'm not like Chardé and, and taking the 10 and 20 year kind of breaks away, but I get it. I get why, you know, artists have to do that because it, it, it is a lot and you need to live and experience. And so um, I did that and I went back into doing some counseling, but I also do artist coaching. And so I do, I work with artists and development, and um, I'm a certified health coach, so I also do some coaching with non-artists. So I do a lot. It's a lot. I feel like whenever I'm explaining, everyone's like, what? But, but really, the <laughs> what, what I would say, you know, when I'm out my public space or, or what I would say people understand me as publicly is, is an artist, and I'm very much, very much that. Yeah, I didn't know the, I didn't know the development and mindset coach, and I didn't know mm-hmm. the podcast. But I do know that every now and then you get on Facebook Live and do a little something, something just to reach out to I the do. people. But uh, so I can yeah. see the podcast in you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, want, no, I love doing the podcast. I love it. It's fun. Uh, Sue, homegirl Sue. Do you have anything hey. to say before I play this play this song? Uh, go on, Sue. It's no. on you. <laughs> well, I was just taking everything <laughs> in and listening to uh, what an amazing uh, and also a heavy calendared life you must live. My goodness, <laughs> you you have your hand in a lot of pots and wear a lot of hats. And uh, big ups to you. Um, Thank you. I'm a, I'm passionate about to say well uh, along the same lines when you in terms of health, uh, mental mm-hmm. health and physical health and um, that's uh, that's what I pin my book about my own personal journey. So I uh, you and I have that in common in addition to being right. from Chicago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You but but what you're doing is. Ex- it, especially right now in this climate, it's needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially with you connecting uh, with you know in your Facebook lives and everything is really great to have a connection to uh, to your audience, a, a space with the name and everything. So I, you know, I'm I'm proud of you. 
and and uh, thank you amazing mm-hmm. and you're an amazing singer like you just you know <laughs> you over there doing the superwoman thing there's a lot going on right yeah no I, I was just telling a, um, I was just telling a group of women and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this new social media app called Clubhouse but um, it's, yes. too, it's too much to get yes, into. Okay, I yeah, I was gonna say it's too much to explain. But um, I was with, a, I was on a panel, and um, I was saying I feel like I'm more like I'm soup, meaning you know I have these different things that I do, but I really I love them all, and um, I, mm-hmm. I I used to compartmentalize a lot more. So it was like, yeah, you just know Kenya as a singer, you know. Um, but through the past, since we last talked. Uh, and I was this last interview. And do I say T-A-Z or, ta- or Taz? I, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. Either way. When either I'm way. I'm still going to. I always say T-A-Z, but uh, I'll answer to Taz. Hey, you. I got some money. I answer to all of those. <laughs> I got some money. Anyway, but, yeah, I, yeah, I think since we last, you know, spoke, you know, a lot has changed in my personal life, and then a lot, you know, obviously has changed in this whole world. So I just, I recognize it's really important for me to be my whole self um, as much as possible. And it's it's really, it, it feels, it sounds like a lot when it comes out of my mouth, but honestly, it feels very normal for me because these I, I don't feel so segmented now. I feel more more present um, and more whole because I'm not shutting one thing down to do this thing and then bringing this other thing up. And then, you know, so it, it's, it's, these are all things that I'm really, really passionate about. I'm not doing anything just to, you know, make a dollar or just to do it's It's really a part of who I am. So it's working out so far. All right. The, yeah. the song, the song back to forever. I wanted to get yeah. that in. Um, explain it before I play it. Yeah, back to forever. <laughs> so backward, forward. Um, so this is going to be on. This is this is on my upcoming new EP. And um, back to forever is just it, it kind of. I'm not going to go into all the details of how it musically came about, but lyrically, um, it's just about this notion of of of. Of getting love, getting love back, a lot, maybe a lost love that you want to rediscover and that you want to breathe new life into. And so um, I think we've all experienced, you know, relationships, situations where we wonder, well, what would have happened had we done this differently? Could this have gotten, you know, to a space where it could have been forever? And so that's really what the song is about. It's about can we get back so that we can make it happen forever?
when she mm-hmm. is, uh, when I've seen her in concert, for instance, just off the top of my head, I thought about her. Nothing, none mm-hmm. of her songs that are that are radio hits never translate the same when she's right. on stage. The same right. as Michelle Indio Cello, another mm-hmm. one of my favorite artists. This very, you know, smooth like that. It's it's mm-hmm. never the same, and I think that that is the magic and being uh, an amazing vocalist and having a phenomenal team behind you. Uh, you mm-hmm. mentioned your band. I mean, it's it's it, once when you bounce off each other like that, it you create magic every single time, and it's always different with each set. Yeah. So I think yeah. that, that that's amazing. Who wants to listen to a track that sounds just like the, <laughs> you know, the the CD right, or whatever, right. the album that you have, right? Home, you know. So right, I think that's right. amazing. Right. Yeah, I'm I was with you. Three thing. million percent. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a good surprise, especially when you go to see somebody in concert and you know the song, but you you don't know right. the song that they're performing, and you're going, but, hey, I like this one, like a. For real, for real mm, exactly, yeah. exactly. But it's funny yeah, because it's some people, some people want to hear. You know, I think that's that's you guys are you guys are you know music. Your artists, your what is it called? Where you're actually, I mean, you're you're into it on another level because some people they actually get frustrated when artists don't sing the song just like the album because they're like, well, we came here to hear the song you know, that we hear on the radio or, and it's like, nah, but that's, that's, hmm. you know, that's a very different. I've heard that many times, many times, not, not necessarily just directed to me, but just in general, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't right. song too much. And it's like, no, but the live, the live is about an experience. It's not just about, you know, just me singing a song. It's it's about us all having an experience. So, you know, exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's what's exactly. making it hard right now, honestly, with COVID, because even, you know, a live stream doesn't, it doesn't afford that energy. Um, right. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, I haven't done any live streams during all of this because I, I know, I know the kind of artist I am and I know for my band, you know, it's, it's so energy driven and um, I just haven't felt compelled to, to do that yet. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I read, I read that you're a native of uh, Denver, Colorado, which I've been to before, mm-hmm. and you started singing oh. at the age of eight. Started singing mm-hmm. at the age of eight and playing flute in the third grade. Have you, have you picked up a flute? And also, when you <laughs> actually come up with ideas for your tracks, do you uh, interject with the band so? They can kind of play what you're thinking for that particular song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, so yes, I did start my first instrument. Well, I guess singing is the first instrument, but I did play the flute for many years until I got to high school, and then I stopped. Um, and if you, I'm sure you know, when did I have a flute in my hand? It wasn't terribly long ago. And you would have thought I had never even looked at a flute before. I was like, oh, my gosh, I really, you know, I'm struggling. I'm on the struggle bus. I can't, I can't play this. Um, but I play the piano. So piano is, you know, that, that allows me to, to do a lot of arranging and, and, and thinking through music. So right. with the band, this is what's so special about my band is that they know that I'm, I never do, if we're going to do a cover or even if it's an original piece, I um, I'm definite because I because I have 
play instruments and I listen a lot, you know, I, and I, I like to, you know, I like to experiment. So they're, they know that I'm going to tell them to switch this up, change this here, try this. And I'll have an idea. Like you just said, I'm like, I can't necessarily say what all that is in terms of drum language, but my drummer knows me well enough now. He knows, Oh yeah, this is okay. You mean something like blah, blah, blah. And Definitely my keyboard player is very strong at that. He's very good at um, reinterpreting, you know, Kenya's brain and, and what <laughs> she's trying to get out. Um, and, you know, during COVID, unfortunately, this is, I mean, it's really even difficult. Like, I think this might be one of my first interviews even saying this, but my, my bass player actually passed away um, April oh. of 2020. And so he's on that. He, yeah, he he's actually on that track. Um, but he too, his name's Terrence Lee, and, and he, you know, I can and, I, and bass is honestly probably, if not my favorite instrument, um, it it is, it, it yeah, it might be my favorite, and and it's because bass is, you know, when you're feeling a song and you're all into a song and there's this other thing that happens when you're in the song. Like this just feels like, Ooh, when the song just kind of goes, Ooh, it's probably because of what the baseline did. And, and it's so subtle that you don't realize, I mean, it's, you know, it's the baseline. So you think, okay, bass, yes, bass is loud, but there's things that bass, bassists, real good bassists do that really give a song its next level. And so um, I, my ear follows baseline very carefully when I'm, when I'm doing music and rearranging and, and it goes there quickly. And even vocally, melodically, a lot of what I do, if you, if you sit down, you can tell that I've been, I'm listening kind of to what the baseline is doing. So you mentioned Michelle and Dago cello. I mean, her first instrument is, is bass and that's what makes her just so funky and smooth because she yeah. is a bassist. <laughs> she's a bassist mm-hmm. and bassists yeah. have different ears. They have a different they have a different cadence. And Esperanza Spalding mm-hmm. is another example. She's a bassist. So yeah. when you're thinking they're doing it's like, yeah, because their ear is is I just think basses are really special. I wish I I can't play the bass, but I I I, I think the yeah. It's special. So yeah. I could go on and on analyzing music. I love I love doing that. So let's <laughs> Ask me something else. <laughs> I'll go on and on. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm getting ready to play another song because I'm trying to get in all four. Remember, a long time ago, I think when we did this last time, you only was on for a half hour, or, or were you yeah, on the I whole hour? I couldn't remember if I was if if we were supposed to do a half hour tonight or an hour. I was gonna ask him. Well, I'm just gonna block an hour because I no, don't know. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all you. I do it for an hour now. It's all you. And also, okay. we did do an hour because it was me, you, Gwendolyn, and I think the other Kenya. Oh, Remember we yeah, all did the yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My ladies, my lovelies, yeah. Yeah, my buddies. I, I love them, too, <laughs> just as well. The next song I want to play is Make You Smile. And I reached back yeah. and, look, and listened to this song. I said, ooh, I like this song. So yeah. give me an intro and I'll play it. This is, yeah, so this song is me featuring, um, actually, that's my keyboardist that is singing with me. So Brandon McKenzie is the male voice that you're going to hear on there. And that, that is who I was just speaking of with the keyboard. He's an amazing 
um, keyboardist, and he actually wrote Make You Smile. He's the writer of that song. So um, it's it's going to make you smile. Just play it. Play it, mm-hmm. and make you smile, and uh, we'll talk more about where it all came from. But, yeah, it's one of my favorites.
Hey, this is Deborah Bryant, R&B indie recording artist. Some heard of me, and if I have anything to do with it, many more will. Check out my underground hits, You're Good For Me and Unfaithful, on my Let You Tell It CD. It's available at CDBaby and TowerRecords.com. And of course, you can also listen to it right here, right now, with my man, the T to the A to the Z, another Taz Production online radio show. That make that make you smile makes you smile. I mean, yeah. the room kicks in. You're going, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm feeling it. So yeah, I was feeling that. Uh, I told you it makes you smile. Yeah, Thank it does. You. Thank you. Yeah. And also, also Kenya, you're going to do do me a drop like uh, my girl Deborah Bryan did I that I played for the break. Yeah. Yeah, do a drop. Do a drop for me. Say who you are and you can list everything that you do or what you going on got going on. <laughs> it's just no longer than a no longer than a minute, but I need up to a minute. Yeah, yeah, I need something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can I can do that. I will do that for sure. Sue, what did you think of that song? I know you I know you was I love you it. got up and did a little a little jig on it. <laughs> well, you know, I might have been doing a little stepping across the floor. You don't know nothing about that past, but uh, yeah. Like, oh, I might have been don't a little even stepping. try. Don't even try. Just because you're from the child, don't mean you invented it. We had radios out in Ohio too. We had radios in Ohio too. So, uh, don't even. Don't even. We are the land of the hand dance. So please. Uh-huh. Yeah, we yeah, will. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. offline, but uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely will. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, it was, it was wonderful. Who was the male vocalist with you? Was that your? Was that his, the? That wasn't the bass player, was it? Keyboard player. No, that's the keyboard. Oh, okay. Player. So his his name is Brandon McKenzie. Phenomenal nice. writer and and singer and musician, just all around, really amazing musician. So. Um, yeah, that's a song he wrote. Uh, and it's so funny when, when we first met and we were, you know, attempting to see if we would be a good fit to work together. Um, we had met through a mutual musician friend and, um, he was like, well, you know, I have some stuff that's kind of buried. I've never really shared and haven't done much with, but do you want to listen just so you get an idea of who I am musically? And so I was like, okay. And so I heard the demo of this. And it was just him singing, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. I love this. And <laughs> I would just play it. You know, this was, this was years ago, and I would just play it and play it. And um, and it had got to the point where it was like my jam, right? But it wasn't public. It wasn't released. And, and I told him, I was like, you know, what are you going to do with this song? It's, like, so good. It's, so, it's just so refreshing, and it's just it makes you feel good. It's just got a good positive vibe to it. And he's like, you know, right. I'm not going to do anything with it. And I was like, well, listen, <laughs> do you mind <laughs> if we sit down and make this into like a duet so that, you know, cause I was in the process of, of recording my, that project. And that's from my album called my own skin. And um, so, yeah, he was like, yeah, no, absolutely. Whatever. And so Kendall Duffy, the producer, um, helped to kind of rearrange a little bit of that and then produced it. And yeah, it's definitely, definitely one of my favorites. So, yeah. When you, when you write, 
when you write your lyrics, mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. go off emotion, experience, or can you just like somebody throw out a subject to you and you can uh, expand upon it or write? I mean, which way do you do it? Because, you know, a lot of different artists do different things. Sometimes a song click in their head at 3 o'clock in the morning, they got to get up and write it. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, mm-hmm. it might click in my head at 3 o'clock in the morning, but I ain't getting up and writing it. <laughs> now, <that's laughs> you know, I wake up <laughs> on the real real. So, what yeah. do you, I mean, how do you write your lyrics? Yeah, you know, it it's it, it varies. It, it really does. But I I would I would say I'm definitely not one that wakes up at three in the morning writing lyrics. That's that's not really that's never really happened in my world. But um, I'm very I would say mood based mood. So for instance, a lot of times, either one of my fellow musicians or producers will just send me music like compositions or tracks or whatever that they have been just creating on their own and, and they'll be like, you know, do you want to, you want to try to write anything to any of this? And so when it's that situation, it's purely based on the, the mood of the music. So if I hear a track and it's, it's eliciting something, it, I usually instantly can feel and see like a story in my head. And so I'll start writing according to, to what I'm feeling, what the music is feeling. So if it's a slow or if it's fast or whatever, um, I really enjoy writing like that because it's 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 unpredictable. It's very authentic. It's very organic. I don't feel like I have to pull as much because I'm writing according to the mood of the music, and I think it allows the producer and the musicians for for their work to really stand out, you know, and then also my work to stand out because I'm still me and doing me. So that's probably my favorite way to write. Um, if it's not that, then a lot of times I'll sit at the piano and I'll just I'll just, I can hear melodies quicker than I can hear words. So I'll hear a melody in my head or I'll be playing around on the piano and something will just kind of just hit and I'll start building on that. And then I'll do the lyric based again on what mood that melody is, is providing. And, and usually the lyrics, the storytelling, yeah, I grab it from personal experience. I usually grab it from, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say how old I am. I'm in my late 40s. I'm 48. And so I've had, you know, I've got a lot of, you know, not a, I'm, I'm, I got some life, you know, I got kids and <laughs> all of that. So, um, so I'm able to pull a lot from, and, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely one that loves love and loves, um, you know, experiences. And I think from being a counselor, you know, I, I, I've always been a bit, um, of an empath and can kind of feel what other people are experiencing. And so it really helps. Um, I think most artists have an empath. You almost have to be a bit of an empath so you can feel what your audience needs. So, yeah, it's a mixture of right. a lot, but, but definitely I'm the, the music is for, for me is the first cue. And then from there, um, if I have a message that I really want to get conveyed then, you know, I, I may write according to that. But that doesn't happen. I mean, that's, there, is, there is a song I'm about to release um, that I couldn't give to you, unfortunately, yet, because we're not able to play that yet. But um, that was right. definitely written from a message. It was, it was message-based, and then I got, it, I got it fleshed out. So it comes all kinds of ways. It's, you know, it's whatever the mood is kind of giving you. So. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's my turn. Great. It's your turn. Uh, well, you know what? I want to know. I just, I have a, I like to ask whenever I'm a, a guest on Taz's show, I like to ask kind of out the box, uh, quirky questions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, when you are in the shower, what is the first okay. song that comes to your head? And it doesn't have to be, you know, it could be, you know, Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. <laughs> what, is, what is your song that makes you happy when you sing in the shower, when nobody else Oh, my gosh. Ready? Okay. All right, so two things. Typically, I, I – I do. I very rarely take a shower without music already playing. Like I, I always set music playing. So it mm-hmm. kind of. So I don't. So so whatever song pops up on my playlist, I end up singing in the shower. But if if I'm not in that situation, um, there is. Um, I find myself a lot of times. I, I was. A, I, I went to Howard uh, University. A two. I gotta give Howard a lot of shout outs right now. It's a lot. A lot of good stuff coming out of Howard right now, but um, our Madam Vice President. But I, I was in the gospel choir, and um, there there was a song. And I don't even know if I know the name of the song. Um, I think it's called Just Stand Still. I think that was the actual name of the song. And that song just relaxes me. Um, so if I'm ever anywhere, if it's a shower, if it's just an opportunity, I'm just going to kind of pop up and start singing something. A lot of times mm-hmm. I sing that or, or Blessed Assurance. Those are just two songs that just, they oh. call me. They call me. Classic. They, they give classic, me. Classic, classic. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So who were, who were some of your um, influences? Uh, you and I are the same age. As a matter of fact, I have a year on you in about three weeks. I'll be 49. Yeah. Oh. Coming. I do. I do. Almost, almost hitting that fifty mark. This is the last year in the forties. I know. Yeah. I turned. I turned forty nine this year as well. So I. Yeah. It's crazy. But um. Yeah. 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 This is this is it, girl. But anyway, no. It's it's the beginning. Yeah. So we so we go we go back a little bit. We go back. You know. We in the we in the nineteen seventy two era. 72. So, yeah, yes. absolutely. That's a that's another coincidence. Excellent. When is your birthday, by the way? It's eleven eleven, November eleventh. Oh. Okay, uh, so yeah, we're close. Yeah, yeah. Pretty close. What's your, so, so you said so, your birthday is it March or is it February still? Uh, it March, March thirtieth. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Very nice. March thirtieth. Very nice. So I got I got you by a couple of months. <laughs> Just by a few. I get that. <laughs> but but since we are in the same uh we're the same age and we're we come mm-hmm. we came up in the same eras, uh mm-hmm. what is what were some of your early on musical influences? Yeah. So whew, I, I I I love music too. It's, I, I listen to a lot of music. So I it, it you know, as as a as a young, young kid and I think where I'm rooted, like the people that I just really forever and ever, ever will love. And I don't know if I, I don't think I sound like these people or I necessarily build my music like this, but they're just people mm-hmm. who I mm-hmm. adore. Um, Stevie Wonder is probably my number one. I mean, he, he just, yeah. I, yeah, he just, he just is. I mean, I know there's some very obvious reasons for that. And I don't just say that 
because of Stevie Wonder. They, I mean, you know, I, I literally started listening to Stevie Wonder when I was probably about four. I, I honestly mm-hmm. think that I started learning how to read by reading liner notes because my, my dad was a Yeah, my dad was a musician. And so I grew up with, I mean, he just had so much music and he had so many albums and, you know, the vinyl. And I would sit down and while he's playing stuff, you know, the cover arts were just so beautiful and big and and vibrant. And um, so Stevie Wonder, like, I, you know, and and his his cover arts and his albums, you know, these were biographies. They they were books. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) Like Absolutely. Right. They were art right. Exactly. Yeah. So Stevie, Stevie is probably the number one. And then, you know, the other artists that I just really, you know, grew up really admiring. I think Minnie Ripperton is another heavy one for me. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and yes. very underrated. Extremely underrated. I, I think she, yeah. I think people are slowly, you know, she sampled a lot in, um, Mm-hmm. In, in a lot of the hip hop and, and thing, you know, and they don't hard. know these kids don't know. They yeah. don't know. They don't realize that they're, they don't know it's Betty Ripperton, right? <laughs> so um, she's another uh, another heavy one, you know, growing up yeah. for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then as I got a little bit older, you know, I know that today is actually the anniversary for Whitney Houston's death, and I, I definitely, I think Whitney is what kind of. Whitney is what made every girl, a little girl who kind of liked to sing or could kind of sing, decide that's what I want to do. Like that's like I want to be Whitney Houston. And so, yeah, um, you know, Whitney was a huge. I think for me, Whitney also really influenced stage presence for me. Like how how you yeah. get on a stage, and mm-hmm. um, you know, not only sing but you know just really enjoy the yeah draw your audience in yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she's another strong one. And then as I got older, that kind of, you know, shifted. And so now, you know, I, I mean, I would say any Lisa Fisher, who is actually probably an incredibly underrated. My <laughs> oh, my gosh. You never even hear her Love name her. anymore. And she I, is a powerhouse. Oh, my gosh. Lisa, 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 Lisa. I know. And it's, it's a sin and a shame that, that she is not uh, celebrated and recognized more for the yeah. amazing artist that she is. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did, you know, she did so much background for, you know, from the Rolling Stones Luther. to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, to Luther. To, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't, you don't get opportunities like that unless you are out of the yeah. box. You know, to have yeah. those kind of, but yeah. then just individually on her own. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I think just vocally, if you're a vocalist, um, Lisa Fisher is someone that I encourage people to sit down, you know, with and really kind of listen, look at her live, listen to her. I mean, because what she, her level of control and and, and just what yeah. she brings to to the vocal quality is is really amazing. Mm-hmm. So she she's a huge. Um, I kind of bow. To her, I've always been a huge fan of Layla. I, I was always a really huge fan of Donny Hathaway when I was little, because my dad mm-hmm, had so mm-hmm. much Donny Hathaway music, and mm-hmm. I grew up then heavily, you know, with Donny. And so when Layla came out, when I was, you know, we were—I guess I was just starting college when I first heard Layla. Um, I was like, oh my God, it's a female Donnie. Like, I mean, like she sounds just like her dad. Yeah. You know, but but you know, mm-hmm. but but from a female perspective. Very and similar so, style. Yeah. 
Yeah. So she, you know, and she's just getting her roses. I mean, you know, Layla's been at this game mm-hmm. since she was a teenager. Um, but yeah, she's another yeah. one. Yeah, she's been around. Mm-hmm. So those are probably my heaviest. Um, there's jazz artists um, that musically, I, not so much vocally, but just her her whole musicality. Um, Gretchen Parlato um, is a jazz vocalist who works a lot with Robert Glasper and, or and her. When Rob before Robert <laughs> became what we all know Robert in terms of black radio and you know all the different working with her and you know these artists before you know Robert is is trained as a you know as a jazz like straight up standard jazz you know pianist and so he um, earlier in his career he was doing more jazz arranging with jazz artists and Gretchen Parlato is one of them and so. Um, right. she's, she's another beast, beast musically. So yeah, those are. But I got many more. But those those are the people that I always just kind of really stand out for me. Yeah, that's uh, that's a definitely. I want to get another. I want to get another one of your tracks in. Um, yes, sir. Never yes, sir. The less. Never the less. Yeah. So that was in my very very first EP, and um, I, it's. That's probably one of, I mean, that was my kind of breakout moment of like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and honestly, nevertheless, was originally written to be a slow, more ballad song. And I, I, I didn't want it to stay there. So I hooked up with Maurice Joshua, who is a producer here in Chicago, very known, well known, um, does a lot of house music, but also did one, a Grammy for his remix of, of Beyonce's crazy in love. So he's, he's, he's ridiculous. He's, he's a, an amazing musician. And so he's actually who produced nevertheless. And yeah, I think this is another fun, just fun, feel good song. So. Here we go. Nevertheless. Thank you. 
I love that song yeah. as well. When I first heard it, yeah. I hadn't heard that song. I hadn't heard that song before. And when I was going through, I was like, oh, yeah, I like this one, too. There was a whole lot of them I liked. But I couldn't pick them all. Yeah. Couldn't get them all. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I like this one, too. Uh, can you yeah. give your information on where people can hit you up? Uh, get yeah. your albums, get your music, uh, catch your podcast, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. So the best way to uh, find out all the goods is to go to my website, which is KenyaMJMusic.com. And on social media, all of the places, all, all the places, <laughs> from Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, um, it's at KenyaMJMusic. And, uh, yeah, and I, as far as the music platforms, any and everywhere, it's, it's all over. And, and simply search Kenya because my stage name is just Kenya. Um, and I know that Kenya is a country, so a lot of things pop up. But if you put Kenya in the name of one of these songs, it'll pop up. And, and now it's starting to pretty much pop up as one of the first artists. And I do really would want to be able to say, you know, I have a new, very, very special um, single and video and, and even campaign that we're going to be launching um, in mid to late March um, titled Rest. And uh, it's Rest and then it's Ode to She is the is kind of the parenthetical part. But it's the name of the song is Rest and it's from my upcoming EP called She. And it's really special. We've got a lot of different artists involved in this in this music video, and it's it's really a tribute to Black women, and our our need and and what I would love for us to begin to learn the true meaning of rest and and get our worth more from our being and not just our doing. So we're going to be starting to have I'm starting to have more conversations about this about um, as women um, not putting so much value in what we do and allow ourselves to just to be who we are and, and appreciate that. So that song is very special to me and it's going to be released soon. So definitely subscribe to the website, um, follow on social media. If you're really loving what you hear and really want to be a support, I also have a Patreon uh, page. So if you go to patreon.com slash Kenya MJ music, that's where you subscribe and you get extra goodies um, for, and you join that for as well as five bucks a month. And you get access, early access to things. Plus, I, I reach out to my Patreon family weekly and do special things with them. So, yeah. Sue, anything, any last words for Kenya? <laughs> uh, just that I've enjoyed the time. I've enjoyed listening to your music. I was not, admittedly, I wasn't familiar with you prior, but I certainly yeah. am now. And I uh, follow. Yeah, you have a new fan in me. And, um, yeah. again, always my chest always sticks out a little bit because when one of us you know when we when one does it we all do it as women yeah. and I'm very proud of the strides that you've taken that the many many things that you have done and continue to do you have so much more that's ahead and I'm, I'm excited to see what's next for you and it's been a pleasure thank you Sue it's so, it's so good to, to virtually audio wise meet you so we'll have to we'll have to connect because that makes sense we're right here with in Chicago when COVID releases. Um, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. When the world opens up again and it's not <laughs> minus 55 degrees out here. <laughs> girl, meet me at Grant Park and we can have lunch together. I would love it. Okay. Yes. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you. You're very Thank welcome. Thank you again, Kenya. 
Thank you again, Kenya, for coming in. Thank you. You know, I love you like family. And we're all good, all good in the hood. Take care of yourself and stay safe. Thank you so much. I will. All right, you guys take care. Care. God bless. God bless. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.